celebrate the former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle. Welcome to the 100th edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. This is the first interview I've done today, completely unscripted. I've got no notes with me. We are interviewing the GOAT, the greatest of all time. The GOAT. <laughs> Stephen George Ball, 561 appearances for the club, 306 goals, 18 at-tricks, 13 England caps and four goals, one MBE and a stand named after him. Stephen George Ball, how are you, mate? I'm fine. The goat's fine. <laughs> the goat. I mean, Steve, I've got no notes for me. We're just going to say it as it is. Um, and I always start off right at the very start with how it all started for you, because it was, you know, it wasn't before the days of academies, etc. Um, born in Tipton, born and bred in the little fishing village of Tipton, and you got spotted by Tipton Town, I believe. Yeah, and I was playing for Tipton Town at the time, and. Uh, a scout for Tipton Town was called Sid Day, and uh, he knew Nobby Stars and Johnny Jaws at the time at uh, West Bromwich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go start somewhere. Edit, edit. Uh, and uh, he said, uh, I've got this young lad down the road, get him off his work, because I was, I was working like 13 hours a day. Yeah. And uh, he says, get him off his work and he'll score your goals. And they gave me a trial, they gave me a three month trial for Tuesday and Thursday night. They took me on, gave me 18 months, and then boom, that was it. I was off, off and running. Because you was working in a factory, weren't you, in Tipton? Yeah, yeah, the, was it uh, called Dom Holdings, it was called. Uh, yeah. It was one of these where I had to carry the trolley round, go up and down these racks and pull all the things down, tick them off on the thing, take that trolley back, get another trolley and go do all the other stuff. One of the, it was it's one of the things, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, it's one of them. And you was working as well, was it Vano, the bed factory? Vano, that was, in, that was my first one, Vano, the bed factory. Yeah, I was on a six-month trial there. Uh, uh, Trojan Agency, it was called. Left there, uh, went to a builder's yard. Left there, well, yeah. <laughs> come on, what happened, Steve? Come on. Come on, what did you get the sack for? And, uh, swearing. No, no. <laughs> I was just something that some lad did something stupid. That's all it was. <laughs> and then I uh, went, to, as you say, went to Dom Holdings then. And yeah. then I finished there. And uh, as you say, it started at, uh, at uh, West Brom. Uh, I had an uh, 18 months contract. I played uh, five games, scored three goals. And uh, Ron Saunders just called me in one day and says, uh, we don't need no more. You haven't got a first trip for that division. And that was it. Boom. I mean, Steve, that's the surprising thing, really, because you'd played in the first division for West Brom. You'd scored goals for them. And as a young raw talent, a local raw talent, it wasn't costing them much. I can't understand still to this day why they sold you. Was it a surprise to you after you'd done so well? Yeah, it was. It was, you know, because uh, it surprised me. And Tomo as well, because Tomo was uh, ever-present in the side at the time. And... Uh, I'd got a fend off the uh, George Riley and Maverardi, Garth Cox, yeah. good names at the time, good yeah. goal scorers. And I just got into the scene. I thought, oh, I've landed here. I'm yeah. Rosie. I can, I can score goals here. And it was just, it just come out of the blue. I thought, well, why, why do you want to get rid of me? You're just you're signing me. Why do you want to get rid of me? And that's what he says. He just says, you haven't got a first touch for that division. And boom, I says, Wolves of Caritas. I says, where are them? Oof, right down there. Fourth <laughs> of the bottom of the fourth division. Went. But me and Tom, I just looked at each other and said, well, we just want to play football. Yeah. He's from Featherstone. I'm from Tipton, local lads, and we just got our head down and, and rolled our sleeves up and knuckled, knuckled down. I mean, you travelled down the M5 together. A lot of people know the story, some don't. In your, in, was it your Capri or was it Tomo's? It was a, it was a Ford Cortina. A Cortina, a not, big, Capri. not Capri. It wasn't as good as a Capri. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a big, massive thing. It's, uh, it was a 
Do you mean it was one one of my first cars uh, I'd ever ever had? Big orange thing. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe, I can't understand how I, how I actually got into it. Like <laughs> it was like a skip on wheels. It was massive, absolutely huge. And me and Tom, I just flew down the M fifty four, A four four nine. Yeah. Pull that time, mulling it. Thought, oh my word, look at this because West Brom at the time were like uh, third from top of division yeah, yeah, one yeah. to the Premiership. Walls are like fourth from bottom division four. We thought we just went in and Graham Turner sold it to us, and that was it. We've never looked back since. I mean, 64,000 quid, it, an unbelievable deal for the Wolves. Um, did you expect it to go so well at the start? Because, I mean, you were scoring goals almost instantaneously. Um, you know, for you, did you expect to hit the ground running like you did? No, well, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think you do in a way, I think, because you can do it in the higher level. Yeah. You can do it in the low level. Yeah. And uh, I say that to these these days. I mean, if, you, if you've got uh, no England players scoring goals, look in the lower leagues, because that, that's score your goals. You know what I mean? Like, you put a goal score on a pitch anywhere, it'll score your goals. Yeah. And I just had belief in myself to say, I can do this down here, I can do this in. Once you got my first one, I was doing another one, then another one, then another one. It just kept snowballing then, and as you say, three me, six later. That one season, 87-88, uh, it was 52 goals. 88-89, 50 goals. So it's 102 goals, and I believe, like I said, this is all from memory, in 126 games you must have been going into every game I mean we're in Steve Ball's bar now bar 306 <laughs> it's incredible all the memorabilia all the crystal the golden boot two golden boots um, for you Steve I mean you must have gone into every game thinking I'm going to score yeah I did yeah I, mean, I did and uh, I think it's 113 appearances I think oh is it yeah I there think you go it is. I, I think, think it is yeah you're right you're right uh, which is uh, which is stupid, uh, to be fair. It's Actually, stupid. I sent you the infographic the other day. You're right, it's 113. I think it's 113, yeah. yeah. So, so you must have been going in thinking. I, I just thought every single game, I want to score. I want to score. And I think I was on something like, uh, what was it, 100 quid a goal. Uh, so it was a bonus. So it was like, no, and you paid for this 100 quid a goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. I, I'm sure it was something like that, 100 quid a goal. It was like an initiative for me to go out there and score goals. But it weren't all about the money. It was going out there and winning games and giving the crowd what they wanted. Yeah. Now, my first game, Steve, January 24th, 1989, against Bristol City. You always joke that I know more about your career than you. Um, you scored a hat-trick. I'd been listening on the radio week in, week out to the Claxon, Jenny Wilkes, and I just couldn't wait to get there. And when I got there, no one disappointed. You scored a hat-trick. One of your, obviously, your famous celebration was the aeroplane. Where did that come from? Because that literally, you know, <laughs> did you think about it or did it just happen? It just happened. It was one of the things. And uh, I got a bit of stick off the Man U fans uh, at right. the start uh, because I was, I was thinking I was doing the Munich disaster. Right. Like, oh. and, and that never even crossed my of mind. Of course, of course. I just, uh, what I did, I, you know, I bowled over for two or one. Yeah. My arm in the air for the under. So, what can I do? I just, I just put my arms out. I thought, I'm gliding. I'm just going to glide around the pitch. You know yeah. what I mean? And once I did it once, I thought, I've got to do that again and again and again, hopefully. And uh, that's all it was. And I, I, I didn't have nothing in my head. What to do? I didn't know I was going to score a trick. I didn't know. I thought, you know, yeah, yeah, score one or two. That's all you had to score. And when I scored in three, I was thinking, what, what do you do? And it just come out. It's just... I don't know, it was weird, absolutely weird. Because I think after four, because you scored four a couple of times, uh, you used to do the forward roll. And I, I think I've asked you this before, what would you have done if you'd have scored five? Oh my word, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't do any of these flips that they all do now, you know what I mean? I couldn't. I'd, I'd, I'd do me back in if I did the flips I did these days and whatever. I wouldn't even know. You know, I, mean, I obviously haven't had the chance to do it if I'd have scored five, but scoring five goals in a game is just ridiculous if you do that. You know, four's I mean, good, but five's ridiculous. And I remember you telling me a story once, you and your very, very good friend Suresh, 
number of years ago now you actually sat down and watched your 306 yeah. goals i mean <laughs> you must have done it over about four days <laughs> but you actually said a stat which i can't believe to this day so when you play golf you're right-handed when you sign autographs you're left-handed you're right-footed yeah. but you scored over 100 goals over 100 and 306 with your left foot yes i think there was i think there was i'm sure if if you stress unless you got it right because I don't, we'd had a glass of wine that night. And it, it didn't matter what foot I kicked in. It was one, that's, left one glass. that's a left one. That's a left one. That's a left one. That's a left one. And some were good. Some were scuff, scutters. And, yeah. You know, scuffers and some were just, I don't know, out of this world. But uh, I, I couldn't believe it because you know, it was only Graham Turner who asked me, because he, he said to me, he says, uh, why do you keep pulling the ball back to your right? Why do you keep pulling it? I said, it's at your favourite foot. He said, shoot me your left. I went, I can't use it. He says, what, you, you can't you just swing it. Just yeah. swing it. Exactly what I said, just swing it. I swung it this once, and I think I scored against Bolton in the old uh, couch and then top corner, 18 yards. I went, Jesus, I can use it, it's there. And uh, from then on, I just thought, if you hit it, you hit it, it goes in. If you don't, if you scuff it, you miss it altogether. At least you've had a go at it. Oh, that's brilliant. And, and one of your bravest goals, obviously, Steve, not only was you a fantastic goal scorer, a lot of them goals coming from you being not in the right place at the right time, but being brave. One of your bravest goals, and I saw it the other day against Aston Villa in the League Cup, you jumped up for a header. You got punched in the head. You got knocked out cold. Yeah. Did you know you'd scored at the time? No, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't at all. I didn't at all. Honestly, I, all I was doing was concentrating on the ball, heading the ball, and I got to the ball before Nigel Spink got there, and uh, Spinks just went whack right inside of me. Then boom, bang! I headed the ball first, went that way, and I thought I didn't even see it. Just went boom on the floor, rolled about a bit like my head just stunned and whatever. I think what, what, what's happened here? What's just happened? I got up. The doctor come on. He just put something under my nose, can smell it. Oh man, what is that? And uh, he says, how many fingers you got? Two, and go off then, carry on, you're off. And that was it. Just carried on. Carried on, just carried on playing. Because Dang. I think nowadays, they'd, oh. be, they'd be off to hospital with concussion and water and stuff like that, but I've just got on, got on with it. I mean, that's just an incredible story. Um, that, that The second season, well, the second goal-scoring season, I should say, I think you, that your third season at the club, it, it, it culminated in an England call-up. Just before that, though, the Sherpa Van Trophy final. I didn't go to that game, and that's one regret I've got because eighty thousand there, um, fifty thousand Wolves fans. What was that game like to play in, Steve? Unbelievable, unbelievable. It was uh, there. That, that that that's the game that started Wolves uh, revival again. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it showed the fans we've got a good team behind you now. We've got a good good team behind the city. We're going to put you back on the map, and that did put us back on the map. And that's to me that turned us around. You know, because you know, I think we had about 60 some odd thousand fans yeah. there that day and I thought where did all these come from because when I first went to Wolves there was probably about 3,000, 2,500, 3,000 stand yeah. and all of a sudden there's 60 some odd I thought where did they come from you know what I mean and uh, they had belief in us and the day itself just was absolutely unbelievable it couldn't have gone down better apart from yeah. me scoring but I didn't score it was one of them things we won the game and I was happy as Larry. You see, I've asked you about this before, Steve. You'd scored in every single round. You'd been scoring hat-tricks in the earlier rounds, two goals, one goal, etc. Your top scorer in the competition. To score at Wembley in a wall shirt would have capped it all off. I mean, was, after the game, was you disappointed? Was you, was you, you know, what was the feeling like? Oh, well, the feeling was uh, enjoyment for everybody because yeah. we just won, won the first cup they haven't won for ages. Uh, but uh, as you say, I had, I, I, had a, I, had, I had one on me for about... Uh, Six points, down the road to six <laughs> points. I've come out with Shelley and I thought, we've won anyway. I didn't score, but we've won. Brilliant. And, uh, and that was it, you know, because I, I wanted to score. And I thought, little did I know I was going to score at Wembley because it's for England, I didn't know that you don't yeah. know that. But I thought that was my only chance. I'm going to get to score at England. I didn't do it. And uh, 
But as you say, I look back now, it was a great day. The support was brilliant, and uh, the result came out on uh, we come out on top. And I take it you still got all your medals and I've got them all on the top of the stairs. Yeah, I'm going to get them on top of the stairs. Yeah, so it's uh, they're all there, every single one of them. Division four, division three, excellent. Band, World Cup fourth place medal, still got them all. Oh, brilliant! So we talk about end of the second season, fifty goals. Bobby Robson called you up for England. I remember that day, the Rouse Cup at, at Scotland. I couldn't believe it, Steve. You're a third division player. It would just not happen now. And you're there in the England team, and we were so proud. What was, talk about pride, but what was that day like for you and your family? It was scary. It was scary because you're thinking, you know, they're, they're the pinnacle of your career. It's not a premiership, it's play for your country. Yeah. And uh, when you get a call to play for your country, I'm thinking, what do you mean? What are you on about? But I think I was in the under 21s with Dave Sexton. Uh, in somewhere in Albania, or I don't know where it was, where it was, and uh, I was just knock on the door, and uh, he, he, t- he says, "Yeah, the gaffer wants you down in Scotland." Went, what? Where? He went, "No." What do you mean, no? It's like eight o'clock at night. I says, "I was, I was in a in a car, in a plane, in a thing. I was, I was in Scotland by four o'clock in the morning, uh, out on the door. I thought, oh, my word, I'm going to be four posts to bed." So <laughs> I thought, "This is this is surreal," and I, I couldn't get me out. I just couldn't get me out. on woke up next. Excuse me. Woke up next morning. Shaking hands with Lineker, Beardsley, Gaston, <laughs> Waddle, Shilton, Robson, Butcher. I'm going, I'm the bull here from the third division. What, I love, what, I was, what, what should I be doing here? But uh, as you say, they took me under the wing and uh, as you say, broke into the uh, as you say, broke into the training sessions. Uh, the, the gaffer must have seen something new light. And uh, as I say, the rest was uh, history for me and for you. I mean, just come on. I mean, look, we were so proud of you not only being called up. For you to get on the pitch, we was bursting with pride. For you to score, I mean, <laughs> and, and that story I love about about your mom. Yeah, I know. It's, it's one of the things. It's uh, it's scary, and uh, you know, I can shut my eyes now and picture the ball coming out of the top. And the ball hit me on the shoulder, dropped, bang, microphone shooting the corner. Oh, jeez, I've scored. Oh my word! And I, 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 I just couldn't get me out on it. And if ever, ever you watched the goal, you you see Chris Waddle put his arm around my neck, and I'm nearly crying. Yeah. I'm thinking, how, the, how, can, I, how can I score a goal for England for your country? And I, and I just looked at him and I thought, oh, I saw all the Wolves fans in the corner, I'm going like this, and they were singing, oh, bully, bully, I'm going, oh, come on, the lads are coming to see me. But it was an unbelievable experience, mate, unbelievable. You know what I mean? I didn't know I was going to get 13 more caps, because you, you just go out there and graft yeah. and get what you can, and playing against your local rivals as well, Scotland, and scoring against oh. Oh, unbelievable, mate. And very, very quickly, Steve, about your mum, because she was doing your dad's tea at the time, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, yeah, she was just scraping some, uh, some potatoes, some spuds on her, on her lap. And it's, uh, it's and I rang her up, and I said, "Mom, did you see the game?" I said, "Oh, Ashley, it was a great game." He says, uh, "Well, I said, goal, it's a good goal." And it's a bit, I said, "Oh, Ashley, it was a great goal." I said, "Was Dad happy?" He says, "Oh, he saw the goal, but he had very happy." And I said, "What do you mean he had very happy?" He said, "Well, well, I'm sitting in front of the telly with a bowl on my lap, scraping these jersey mitts." He says, "And uh, when you jump, when I scored, when he scored, I jumped up, and these tatters went everywhere. And your father's had no time." Is that all he's moaning about? He's had no time. I've scored against Scotland. But uh, it was, it's, 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 that was both proud, man. That was both proud of what I did and oh. what I achieved and what I had. And uh, as I say, they set me on the, on the way into the football world by being, buying my first foot, pair of football boots. Yeah. I mean, look at that in Tipton. You get your first pair of football boots. I mean, that's a question that I've genuinely never asked you this, and we've done loads of Q&As. Was you any good at football at school? Because, I mean, <laughs> you know, was you? I was like a... Well, I can say, look, I was a selfish little bugger, uh, because uh, I, 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 it was my ball, nobody's yeah. having it, I'm scoring, I'm still getting out the net, I'm kicking off again, I'm going to score again, <laughs> like, I was like that, I mean, and uh, they used to say, you're selfish, but 
that's the way forwards most me or, or you yeah. like playing football and uh, you know, I used to have my own ball, that was it. I'm going on the park, I'm going on the next door, thinking off the wall again, ball against the wall and whatever. Oh, mate, it's, 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 it, it was a poor childhood where I had with my boots and my ball and whatever and put the couch down for the goals and whatever. But it, it brought me up in the right way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And um, after we got promoted, obviously, with that game up at Newcastle, New Year's Day, um, that was a massive ground and club to go to. Um, New Year's Day, all the Wolves fans flew up. You went up on a coach and... Uh, I think we're one nil down at half time, aren't we? No. no. Oh no no no! Nil nil at half time. Had a penalty. Mark McGee had a penalty in the first half. Uh, oh, your mate, Mark McGee. Mark McGee. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> mate, Mark McGee. Is. <laughs> uh, what can I say? Yeah, I think he missed a penalty in the first half. Or Kendo saved it. Yeah. Mark Kendall and went into half time nil nil. And uh, I thought, oh man, it was good towards our fans as well, which was even better. Yeah. I mean, it would have been weird scoring four goals in their end and. Put my hands to them, like, you know, and it worked out absolutely unbelievable. I mean, score four goals that day, absolutely incredible. Um, back to England, 13 caps, four goals. I think if you add up all your time on the pitch in an England shirt, it's actually less than eight games. So you've actually got a, a goal-scoring record, better of one in two, which is as good as anyone that's played for England. Once again, that must be really, really proud. Yeah, it is, it is. And uh, I'll, I'll have to get the stats, but I'm sure the stats is I've scored four in five. Right, okay. Something like that. So it's a yeah. bit, bit, bit better. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it must be, yeah. somebody had to be after add it up and, and say what it is. But to do that, mate, you know, I mean, I was, I was just happy, like you said, I was just happy to put an England shirt on. Yeah. I was happy to go out there. If I didn't score, I thought I'm, 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 at least I've had a go in, the England, in an England kit. Yes. Because there's loads of people in the Premiership uh, have not even played for the country yet. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I was a very, very fortunate person with that third division. And when you get 13 caps and going to the World Cup as well, oh. you know what I mean? It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, the game that booked your trip to the World Cup, Czechoslovakia at Wembley, and I, when I say two bullet goals, there was an unbelievable header and the unbelievable volley, and there was unbelievable goals. <laughs> Gazza obviously had a, played a part in both goals, which booked his uh, ticket to the World Cup as well. When you found out that you was in the, the World Cup squad, Steve, I mean, I bet that is just... <laughs> that is well, the best. Nobody knew. Nobody knew till the last minute. Even Gazza didn't know where he was going, and... I think that game uh, against Czechoslovakia for me and Gaza booked us a ticket yeah. on, the, on the plane. I think myself personally. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, I, I, I don't know whether he was, he was as surprised as I was. And I'm thinking, World Cup, you having me on? Five years earlier, or four years earlier, you're telling me I ain't got a first touch. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> somebody got it wrong somewhere, didn't they? You know uh, what I mean? Completely. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? To, to go there, mate, on the plane, it, as you can see, it, it's here. Look, I'm standing there. Oh, uh, look at that. Steve McMahon, Paul Parker, Gaza. Platter, you know, Stuart Pierce. Look at know, that, on, on the steps of the plane, I mean, yeah. that must have been an incredible experience that was for scary, you. scary, because you're thinking, we're going here, we was like underdogs, we, yeah. they, they didn't, the press killed us before we went on the plane, saying they ain't good enough, they, they, they ain't going to do this, they ain't going to do that, and we just crept out over there and knuckled, you know, got our sleeves up and knuckled down, and uh, as you say, a bit more luck, we could have won it. Oh, 100%. So five or six years before, you're making beds in a factory. This is the, the, the Five or six years later, you're in a World Cup uh, in Italy. And do you know what? We That is the closest we've come to winning it, in my opinion, in as much as I think with, with Bobby Robson and the team he had, and that was my first proper World Cup, so it was, it was my favourite. I want to talk about your managers now, obviously. You, not Ron Saunders, not the Albion ones. I mean, how important was Graham Turner to you, Steve? 
Yeah, he's all right. He's a, he was a, he's a very, very good man. I spoke to him. He left a message for me yesterday. Did he? Yeah, yeah, because um, I saw him at uh, Tom O's yeah, yeah. Uh, the other week, and he said, uh, can you do me a favour? Can you ask Rob, Rob Clance to send my uh, nephew, George, a signed picture or whatever? Oh, brilliant. So I, I got Rob to send it. He's ra- he ran me and left a message yesterday. He said, oh, I want to thank you very, very much. George would love that when he gets back from school. Rob sent a disc, a signed disc. Oh, lovely. So he's, but he's top man. He was, he was a good man, a good, great man manager. Great man yep. manager. Yeah, man, I think... Uh, and uh, I'd, whether he could have got us any further, I don't know. Whether the money was there, who knows. But uh, he got us as far as he could, and he, he put us on the map. I mean, would you say, would you say it become quite difficult for Graham when the money come because he's almost instantaneously under more pressure? Possibly, possibly. Whether he could uh, handle the the players with yeah. money, oh, yeah, the, the, the big money tags on the shoulders or not. But as you say, he can look back, and every Wolves fan's there say, oh, "I'm a legend," and so and so's legend, but he. He's one of the biggest legends who got us on the map oh. and, and brought me and Tomo to, uh, to the club. Yeah, we're indebted to him. He was 75 recently, bless him. Graham Taylor was another manager. Um, he, he'd had a, a raw deal with not getting England to the World Cup in 94. Come to the Wolves, his first job after. I mean, he, great manager, Graham. It just didn't seem to work for him at Wolves, did he? He didn't, did he? No, he didn't. And I don't know why. Because I think once you leave England or get a sack from England or whatever, you're branded, you're branded as uh, not the best manager in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he came to Wolves, and you know what Wolves fans are like, they, you know, they can what be very, Wolves uh, fans? They can be very fickle, or they can, be <laughs> oh, like, they, can, they can pat you on the back, or they can chuck you in the air, salute you, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that it just didn't, I don't know, I didn't know whether he was saying the right things to him, or yeah. what he was doing, or whatever, but, but I, I always say to this day, if he'd have stopped one more year, he would have got us up. I think, I believe that, I, I wholeheartedly believe that, Steve, because, um, I think it was just beginning to gel and just beginning to, and, and the rug got pulled. That game at Bolton, Steve, I was there, Burnham Park. For you, I mean, that must have been the lowest point because you, you, not single-handedly, but this team, fourth, third, second, that was the final step then, then you completed it. There was, all, there was always a, a thorn in our side, Bolton. John McGinn, Lee front, he was always a... He was always a thorn, and uh, he always scored against us. I scored against him. Do what a boy said there, sir. And I got the better hand on the day. You know, I think uh, when we played him down here, we won two one. Uh, we should have gone. We should have gone there with more than yes. more than one goal deficit. You know, we should have gone there with two or three. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have come back, and the gap would have shut up shop and took the draw from away and, and got up there. You know, but it never happened like that. But the gap thought me and Muchy, uh, you know, unstoppable. Uh, we just didn't click that night. They got a bit more strength in the side, I think, a bit more muscle in the side, if you know what I mean. Wanted yeah. a bit more than us. And uh, as you say, it was one of the things where, in my head, we ain't going to go up. We ain't, I ain't never going to get them up. It's one of them in my head. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, as you say, that was the final the final, uh, final thing I couldn't do. Uh, uh, but, as you say, I got up in the end. Tables yeah. turned. Bottle are down there now. Walls up there. Yeah, well, yeah, finally. Um, after Tad, it was McGee, your favourite manager. I mean... I'm sure you had a professional relationship and things were good, but you, you, not many players had the best relationship with Mark, did they? No, he's, he's, he's one of these that, uh, what can I say, I don't, not really speak about him. Of course. He's a good manager. He's a yes. good manager. Him, Colin Lee and uh, Mick, and Mick Eggman, that was all, that was good as a formidable three. That was absolutely brilliant. One te- one say something, the other one say something, then the other one say yeah. didn't actually get from one, one man. But Mark McGee was the man who picked the sides and... Uh, and he, I mean, he, he made some strange decisions sometimes, yeah. uh, which infuriated the fans as well, i.e. the semi-final. 
in the, oh. in the cup of Villa Park where me and Keeney mm. on the bench. I mean, and uh, oh. that, that was one of the turning points where I think the fans just started to get on his back there because I've just come back from injury. You've got a young 17 year old kid who's quietly and wants to score goals, and, and then he, he didn't put us on until the last probably 15 20 minutes. And uh, as you say, he did his job, he did, he did well with his job, uh, it come to an end. Uh, but he's one of these that always, always put his foot in his mouth before he said anything. Yeah. I mean, most managers now keep the cards close to the chest and then say things after you've done it, saying yeah. my team were better at the day because they've done this. Not saying my team are going to do it today. You know, because my team are the best here. They're going to do it today because you're putting your foot in your mouth and things never happen. But as you say, he went on to do other things as well as a manager. Yeah. Job, and he's been successful as well. I mean, that, that semi-final, I was there at Villa Park. I just couldn't understand the team selection. You and Robbie Keane on the bench. We got beaten 1-0. Yes, it was a good Arsenal side. But you think with you and Robbie Keane on the bench, there was goals there. I still can't fathom it to this day. How frustrating are you on the bench thinking, do you know what, I can make a difference to this game? Yeah, well, I know, I know where he was thinking. I was thinking he's come back from injury. I don't want to rush him, don't know whatever. But I wouldn't have been on the bench if I weren't 100% you know, not Of course, of course. You know what I mean? So he put me on the bench. I don't know if to make a statement or what. But you've got Tony Adams and Steve Bold at the back and yeah. me and Robbie Keane running things around him. You know what I mean? We'd have been at ball over the top, we'd have been onto him. You know what I mean? And uh, no disrespect to I mean, uh, Steve Crouch, Don Goodman, and Slater. No disrespect to them. Uh, but uh, we were full of goals. Of course. I mean? Even if they teams had put Don on the right, yeah. me in the middle and King yeah. in the middle, you know what I mean? We got formidable goals there. You know what I mean? And uh, as you say, he did his job. It was one of them. I was, I was, I was trying to bang in the wind and saying, are you playing? Are you playing? I'm going, no, no. And I go, why? Why not? And I, was, I just hold my hands up and one of them things. But. Uh, as you say, it's, it's one of them when we come away with a loss, 1-0. I mean, if you'd have got to an FA Cup final, Steve, if, if we'd have won that, you're at Wembley in a Cup final. I mean, that is that is just... There'd have been another medal up on the stairs. On the stairs, I know, I know. But uh, I've got enough. No, that. I've got enough. <laughs> I've got enough. I've, I think I've achieved enough in my lifetime, haven't I? Oh, no, no. I've so I, I, I don't be greedy. So, another couple of questions, obviously, about stuff I don't even know. Did you keep all your 18 match balls? What's happened to them? Are no, they? I haven't. No, no. I've got two upstairs in me. Uh, in me in me back room, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're from my mum and dad had. Oh, bless them. passed away, so I, I had them back. Uh, and uh, the others have gone to family and friends. Have and, they? And stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And Bobby Robson, I mean, what was he like as a manager? I know, manager, I know he struggled yeah. to forget, you know, remember names. Yeah, he was. He was a bit uh, forgetful with the, with, the, with the people's names, even, <laughs> even though you've got to go look at Stuart Fish and that's PC, you know what I mean? That's Gazette, that's Wadley, that's Bully. You know, it's, 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 he was a great manager. Yeah, I mean, I've got to thank him for giving me my uh, England chance, you know. Yes. Him and Don out together, it was absolutely unbelievable. And uh, as you say, in the World Cup, that was, oh, that was that close. And oh. Meeting Germany and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and winning the World, and going to the World Cup final. But as you say, he was a lovely man, he was a lovely gentleman and a very good manager. When you got told, Steve, that um, your injury and your career was over, I mean, I know how gutted we were as Wolves fans. Um, because first and foremost, yes, I'm your mate, but I'm, 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 you know, you're my hero growing up. What was that like for you to be told that that is the end? Um, I think, I think I knew before that, probably six months before. Right. Because I, I was having problems with my knees all the time. I was playing two games, having a niggle with it, and then coming off and doing this and that, and having an operation, clearing it out, waiting six weeks, go back into training again, playing another couple of games, I go again. So it wasn't as though I had to do it straight away. Yeah. I knew something was going to happen. And uh, I said to, uh, was it Barry Pol- uh, not Barry Pol- Barry Holmes, who was the physio at the time, 
But I think Vardy said, well, just, just get it cleared out this one time. Yeah. Put it right, get it scraped and whatever. I'll take it from there, take it from there. I did that. I come back. I started pre-season. It broke down in pre-season. I said, he said to me, he says, mate, if you, you, you can end up a cripple if you carry on doing what you're doing, having little pieces took out and scraped and doing whatever he said to join. Well, I'll have had enough then. That's it. I think when I went to Australia, I think Ross Blue Germany. I think. Yeah, was, uh, I remember the picture you on the stairs. The stairs of Colin Mayne. Yeah. I can't hit. I'm always. It's just. It's, I'm just going to get in there and be in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? And uh, as you say, I've had both of them partly placed now. So, yeah. Uh, which was worth it. Worth every penny of it. Every goal of it. It was worth having them both done. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as you say, I just retired and that was it. Done. Bang. Because there was times where you, you, you did play with cortisone injections, didn't you? Because I remember reading it in the paper. No, no, you didn't. No, never inject, injected. Oh, did you not? Never. Never oh, listened right. to rumours, although I listened to what's in the paper. Okay, because yeah, I remember never. reading it in the paper that you had injections for that. Never. I mean, daughter's life. Never. Oh, right, not, okay. Not one needle. Oh, the only needles I've had to drain, drain them out. Drain oh, right. Me, drain my knee out and whatever, so I've never had a cortisone drop. Oh, okay. Well, there you uh, go. Show no. me. So... 306 goals, Steve. Um, I was with John Richards last night. I asked John Richards the same question. Do you think your record's ever going to be beaten? 194. <laughs> he says this is never going to be beaten. So you got slightly more. Um, I mean, do you think it's ever going to be beaten? Uh, <laughs> you can never say never, but looking at the over the last 20 years since I've retired, there's not been a player got anywhere no? near anything uh, or stopping at the club as long as, as, long as I did. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I think, uh, I, I think if uh, Ireland was in our side, then I'd be a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he'll do that in two seasons. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be the second, <laughs> second so nice goal scoring goals in street. Mm -hmm. I know, but uh, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think 306 goals. Yeah. Uh, nobody's going to stop at the club. Nobody's going to stop at the club for ten years. No, 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 they don't stop at clubs anymore for ten years. No. They don't do it. So I cannot see. I, I can't touch wood. I hope it doesn't. Oh. No, touch wood. I hope it does because if it does, war, it means war are up there. I mean, three hundred and six goals is just incredible. You know, even if you work it out over the period that you played, there's no one that's going to stop at one club for that long. No, no. It's just um, some of the the players you played with, obviously Andy Much. Yep. How pivotal was he in in, in He was class, he was I've you know, I played with loads, never played uh, uh reckon so we had Darren Roberts, we had um Colin Colin Taylor. Colin Taylor, yeah, mate, Colin. you're listening, my mate Colin, Colin, Colin listen. <laughs> he should have scored more goals. Yeah, yeah, Carl, come on. <laughs> uh David Kelly, Don Goodman, you yeah. Roberts. There's probably loads more that I, ca I can't think of, you know what I mean? And I finished with Robbie Keane at the end. I mean yeah. And uh yeah, I mean Muchy, Muchy was probably the well, I've got to say, not the best one, you know, I think Keane was a nice skill finish one out of a yes, lot of them. Yes, yes. Uh, but, but me and Mucha had this uh, relationship on the field, it was absolutely unbelievable together. Yeah. He went near, I went far, I went far, he went near. It was like, we, on a piece of string, we knew where we was on the field and off the field as well. And uh, as I say, he's still a great mate now and uh, he, he should have got more plaudits than what he, did, what he yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once again, over 100 goals for the Wolves in the top 10 goal scorers in Wolves history, which is fantastic. You also, Steve, had chances to leave Wolves, didn't you? Yeah, I had four chances to leave. And I knew two. I could have gone to Tweed and I to leave. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought, well, I've done six weeks up and down there. And I thought, no, I even though I love pasta. <laughs> <laughs> if somehow that's not, I would have understood with you. <laughs> We're bringing this out with subtitles, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the second one I could have gone to was Newcastle before right. Andy Cole went to Newcastle. Uh, yeah. He was second choice. Uh, the agent from um, Mio's in Cannock. I saw my first boy and I just thought, why do I need to go? I, yeah. I didn't, need to, didn't need to go up there. And he said, okay, no worries at all. Uh, the uh, third one that came was Big Ron, Coventry. Yes, he, I remember he, that. He offered me a five-year deal. Uh, and 
but when I was there at Wolves in three years, I think we fired about one of the away for two years up there. Yeah. And we we are bigger than Coventry. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Coventry fans. <laughs> but we are, we are. Uh, and 100%. then uh, uh, the fourth one I could have gone to was Celtic. Celtic. Celtic was the last one, and I just thought, too wet up there for me. I ain't getting up there. <laughs> I ain't getting up there. <laughs> for a minute, you just scored about 40 know, goals in Scotland in about two seasons. I, I mean, people at the I've seen recently in the press, People are comparing you to, to, to Harland at the minute because he's just a direct goal scorer. He gets in brilliant positions. He'll run through a brick wall. That must be a massive compliment to you and to him. It is, to be fair. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's like running off the ball, running on the ball. Yeah. He knows exactly where it is. He can stretch his leg. He'll get it in front. He's, he scored two now, stretching his leg. One bad six foot in the air yeah. and one bad stick against Man U the other, the other day. He's unbelievable. I mean, he ain't scared to shoot. Yeah. That is the main thing about him. He's not scared to shoot. I, I wasn't scared to shoot. Just like you. You've got to miss. You've got to miss. You've got to shoot to miss. What was your favourite goal you scored, Steve? Out of all, out of Ooh. all three hundred and six. I mean, we'll watch him if you want. We've got the telly. Yeah, we've got the telly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think if, if the one, if I look, if I watch it over and over, there's, there's a couple. There's a couple. The, the one against Blues. Three two last oh, week. Oh, forgot about. Oh, Extra my. time. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Extra time. That was a that was a great one. Had Barry Fry. Uh, he, he just cut me round the back of the head after that game. He said, "You." He called me something I shouldn't say, and uh, and it was one of them. But uh, that was one I, I can watch now, and I just run in front of all the big oh, yeah? houses, and he got Dean Richards coming over, and uh, and Don Goodman. And yeah. I think Good was Neil Emery was there. They were yeah. all jumping on me, Jim Keith. I was all jumping on me. I was going, "Man, did I just do that? Because I scored against Emery." I put chairs on the back of the neck. Oh. The one against Man City away and one one nil. Yes. Kicks him around the corner. Yes. I said, some, I, I said to somebody a, a quiz question that the other day. When I played against Man City away, who passed the ball to me? Oh, flipping it. Left back. Why have you done this on here? Left back. Oh God. Left back. Left back. Left back. We got no time. I'll tell you at the end. Oh, I got it right, lads. Okay, Robbie Dennison. Dennis Pierce. Oh, Dennis Pierce. Dennis Pierce. Dennis Pierce. No, because Robbie played a couple of games at left back, I believe. Yeah, and Jeff Thomas was speaking to him last night. Dennis Pierce. Dennis Pierce. Yeah, blast from the past. Actually, I do remember that that ball over the top. That's right. Yeah, Dennis Pierce. That goal against Blue. Simon Osborne knocked it over. It was two all. Knocked it over the top. All the Birmingham fans all game going, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I remember it now. I was at the top tier with the John Island. Now the Steve Ball. We're going to come on to that. Look down. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Next thing you know, you put it in there. We was just giving it all that. I mean, the car. I was killing you. That was unbelievable. I mean, you have given me, Steve, some of the best, the very best days of my life. Talking about the best days of my life, one of the best days of your life surely must have been when you get given the MBE. I mean... Oh my God! As if, as if, you know. I enjoy like, enough. I enjoy enough. You know what I mean? It's, one of them. it's, I mean, but, but it's weird. Wow! I mean, what was yeah. that day like with going to see the Queen? And scary. It's absolutely scary. And uh, the the picture was in the paper the other day when I when I met her and when she passed away and whatever. She was a lovely lady. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was a it was a scary moment. It was a very very scary I mean, moment was. because you're thinking, what am I doing here? You know, you got nurses there, you got people in wheelchairs, your army officers with medals all over us, and He's me, just kick a bag of wind and just stuff a charity. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought, what, what am I doing here? But uh, I enjoyed the day. It was very nerve-wracking. Yes. You know what I mean? I was, I was sweating when I, when I got to the Queen. I thought, oh my, what, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? And you don't know what she's going to say or she's going to do. And 
She just she just said she said I feel like you that's not fine, thank you for all this here. I said, because you're not supposed to speak to her until yes. she speaks to you. Yeah. And uh and she said, Well, how are you okay? I said, Why couldn't you yes? Oh yeah, I'd love nothing more. I can run to school balls and goals and whatever. I said, I challenge your work, yeah, I said, that's quite a good challenge, I can do whatever. And boom, 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 and that was it. And you know, I sort of shook her hand and as I go to walk away, she starts laughing. Starts laughing. Not you laughing near that. <laughs> I, I, I turned back and I went, um, what are you laughing at? And she just looked at me and said, I just can't believe it, like the Albion. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, that was a joke, oh that was a joke. Oh my God, but brilliant. It was an unbelievable experience, unbelievable experience. I bet it was. And um, this must be a, a very proud moment for you. It's really weird because sometimes I'll talk to you, Steve will be out or whatever, and I'll go, oh yeah, my mate's got tickets in the Steve Ball stand. It's really weird because I'm saying to Steve Ball stand, <laughs> talking to Steve Ball. For you, every time you drive past when you've got Gracie in the car or you're with Kirsty or... And you see that huge stand with your name on the side, that once again must be pretty surreal. It is, it's, it's un- unbelievable. You know, I think just need to lick a paint at the moment, didn't it? It's all it needs. <laughs> yeah. Like a, all it needs knocking down and building up to put a big special one there. there. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. You never know, now. It's, it's, it's just, I know it's a stand, it's only a stand, you think, oh. but I'm still alive, I'm still going, and people yeah, keep yeah, saying, yeah. when are you going to get a statue? And the answer is, I don't want a statue. So I'm trying to, when you're dead, you get a statue. I don't want a statue. No, no, no. So it, it is it is unreal. It's, and when people say, oh, starting the Steve Ball, Steve Ball, not like Stephen Ball's a tata, the Steve Ball stand, Steve Ball. Yeah. It? It's weird. It's like I get a bit embarrassed. I get, I'll, go, I'll get a bit, but I, I don't look. I'll, I'll look to the floor and I think, oh, shut up. Yeah, it's, it's a stand. It's a stand. But it's, I mean, I'm, I'm privileged. And uh, so Jack was an absolutely lovely bloke who, who, who put my name on the stand. And, uh, you know, I appreciate what he, what he did for me. Oh. Brilliant. And out of all the songs that we've sung about you, because we've sung like <laughs> Stevie Balls Attack, we'll drink a drink to drink, Stevie the King, ooh, bully, bully. I mean, there's <laughs> tens of them. Um, what's your personal favourite? What was the one you liked? The personal one? Uh, I think it's, a, it's not loads. Of that. I don't know how that thing come up either. Oh, no. I don't know how that so quickly. Think come up like that, boom. But what was the one with um, the one that was, the, the t- which you, you sing to yourself now, and that I'll bring it back. Where they do um turn and super. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one. And I went through absolutely yeah, everything yeah, yeah. And it, that that sticks in my head for popular one in a way, that is that. Isn't it? I hope to start that again, I hope to get that going again. And the good thing is now, Steve, you're a fan. I remember one of the most poignant days was sadly just after you lost um y- your mother at Shrewsbury. Yeah, Shrewsbury at the way. And that iconic picture of you in the stand because you are a fan now, um, but but that picture means a lot to you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. I say it brings back good, happy memories. If yes. you know what I mean. You mean know, that was a sad, day, sad day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was just it's one of them things. God forbid, me mum like, but uh, Bless her. when I think it was um, some some kind of idiot who said to me, "Bully, bully, sing us a song." I think it was you. <laughs> Two rows in front of me. Oh, I don't know. I don't you know. Stupid you, 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 stupid can't, you can't blame me for that, Steve. You know what? I just rode under me going, bully, bully, <laughs> and so And then uh, you belted one out. And that I picture did, was I born. Did. I, I can't say what it was. It was something about the Albion anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Was, uh, I, yeah, yeah it, it was. It was, wasn't it? It was. Flipping heck. I forgot. It, it was. Two on the Albion or something like that. Yes, was. yes, yes. Uh, it was. And... Uh, I know you take your daughter to the matches now, yeah. um, so she's following in your footsteps as obviously a loyal fan of the Wolves. You you asked to Chelsea, yeah. on 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 Saturday. You know we'll quickly end now. We 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 know it's going at the Wolves at the minute. Very quickly the contrasts. When you was at the club, you know there was two stands open, cockroaches in the dressing room, 
Next thing you know, you, know, you, you, you went to watch Chorley Way when we lost 3-0 in the FA yeah. Cup. When you retired, there's four stands open. It's a super stadium. Now we're on the next level with, with players coming in for 20, 30, 40 million quid and we're not even batting an eyelid. Can you believe how much the club's transformed, Steve? I can't. I can't because uh, when you go to a club and it's all run down like we did, you think this is going to stop like it because they've got no money. Of course. And it's only down to very, very vice chairman people who put money in the pockets yes. to get the club where it is. Yes. Yeah, it's. I think they are a bit spoiled at the moment. Yeah, not at all. They've not even got a lace to boot up now because they've got no lace in the boot. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> But it's it's it is weird. It's it ain't their fault. I mean, they're gonna go out there and do a job for the club. Yeah. You know, so it's sponsors, Sky, it's everybody who's there doing this to every single club. But looking at our club now, yeah, it looks a bit dated on some of the stands. But I tell you, what, the atmosphere from it is absolutely unbelievable. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, they're so close to the pitch. It's 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 brilliant. You go to yeah. some like West Ham or is miles City away. or whatever, miles away from the pitch, and thinking they can't come here. You know what they're doing? But our, our stadium is a good uh, old-fashioned traditional stadium and yeah. proper old-fashioned fans as well um, and from, from your point of view i mean it must be weird because you see players signed for 20 34 million quid who aren't going to score 50 goals for the club so a question i've never asked you this steve like i said this is completely unscripted how much at your peak when you're playing for england how much do you think you would be worth in today's market bearing oh. in mind jack Grealish is 100 million right if he's under a million, I'll eat my ass. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I ain't got on that. <laughs> I mean, what, I, I wouldn't uh, even know where to start. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd say at least 50. I'd say at 50 least 50. If Haaland's 50 to come for 53, I'd put him on the same level, even though he's like a he's similar goal scorer. He's probably got a bit more skill than I had. Oh, uh, I don't but, know. But I'd go, I'd go around the 50. I would go around the 50. So you're going to be on 10% of that, 5 million quid in the skyrocket. Thank you yeah. very much. Well, I wouldn't be here doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wouldn't. I paid him with a bottle of Gabby. <laughs> um, and, and, and Steve, I mean, finally, where do you think Wolves can get to? I mean, I know we've sadly just say sadly. Listen, we've just sat in our, I don't like to see managers go. No. But, but listen, it's a results business. Um, where do you think this club can get to? Uh, it, it all depends how, uh, how uh, <laughs> ambitious the chairman are. That's yes. what it is, how ambitious they are. Uh, you know, I think uh, we've spent over 100 million this season, I think we have. Wow. So that just shows they've got the money, they're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's whether they have the time and the patience, you know what I mean? And uh, they've got to get the right money in. I can't see no reason why we can't be challenging for the top seven again. I can't, yeah. you know what I mean? I agree. Maybe not this season because it, it kick-started off in a poor way. Uh, last 15 games have been shocking. Uh, won one game in 15 games. Uh, they've not been playing as a team. And hopefully now they'll get somebody in. They've got some world-class players. World-class players. Everybody, everybody knows that. Yeah. They're all playing as individuals at the moment, not playing as a team. And we need a manager to come in now and put these together as a team yeah. and start climbing that table as soon as possible. And you mean, I'll take the top 10 all day long. For the business we're in now, I'll take the top 10 all day long. 100% Steve. Personally, I want to thank you for a few things. Um, when Lucy passed away, and I want to thank you for, I remember you, you, you come to the wedding and, and you bought me a, a beautiful canvas of me and Lucy, which I've still got, and I thank you for that. Mm. I want to thank you now for mine and Amy's daughter, Olivia, you, the, 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 the money from the Steve Ball Foundation that you've helped with her rehabilitation. I want to thank you as well on behalf of all the Wolves fans for giving us some amazing memories on the pitch, um, which I'll never forget, and, and, and literally shaped my... Um, my formative years growing up because they were amazing times 
And Steve, thank you for all you do for the community, the charity work, which you continue to tirelessly do to make a difference to the lives of others. Um, I know that's important to you, and on behalf of me and the other guys, thank you. That's all right, mate. No one's at all. I'll just... Uh Nice listening for the fans. Yeah. Thanks. Keep supporting the walls. That's what it. Do? Up the walls. <laughs> walls, anyway. Are we going to give it a. On the house. He wears yeah. an England cap. He plays for Wolverhampton. And he's a lovely chap. He scores with his left foot. He scores with his right. And when we play at the Albion, he'll score up. Nice. Oh. Cheers, Steve. No worries.